Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Oh, hello, chickens. It's the fabulous Adam Richard. Uh, today's episode is brought to you once again by Anonymous. Uh, thank you, Anonymous. I appreciate this coffee that I am at the bottom of. Uh, I'm going to need another one. <laughs> hello, chickens. Uh, we are Deep into the war games now. Uh, episode seven. It is weird to have an episode seven of anything. <laughs> anyway, they're in the uh, machine, which is crushing them. Oh, the, we can see the little faces through the roof. Uh, the doctor crawls out with a white hanky. I, I figure he's using it as a flag. Um, and uh, he's surrendering, and they're like, bring your friends out, bring your friends out. And then the doctor throws one of his valves on the floor, and meanwhile, everyone's coughing, um, and he's got, because he uses his, like, flag to cover his mouth, uh, fiddles about with the controls, uh, and then runs back in and takes off. (laughs) And the war chief's like, he's taken the master control rods, he'll be in 1917. Um, uh, The doctor's really good with these little magnets, uh, the control Bizzo, uh, and says they're going anywhere but 1917, because that's where they'll be looking for them. Uh, meanwhile, the warlord is arriving. Oh, dear. Um, the security chief and the war chief have the bitchiest spat about who gets to say hello to the warlord. <laughs> It's like, I'm going to go and greet him. No, I'll greet him. Uh, Seriously, they are heaven. Um, (laughs) So the doctor has taken the, what the war chief is now calling the side rat uh, to the Roman zone. 
the warlord comes in. It's Philip Maddock. Oh my God, I love Philip Maddock. And he's heard disquieting rumours. Uh, the war chief has to deliver the bad news about the stolen processing machine. Uh, oh, warlord is not happy. Um, and the security chief is like, we'll find them soon. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the doctor, Jamie and Carstairs are in the Roman zone. And oh my God, they're being attacked by Romans. Well, technically, they're being attacked by the exact same footage of the Romans from episode two. <laughs> like, it's the same, same camera angles, the same zooms, and the same six Romans pretending to be 100. Um, the war chief, meanwhile, uh, and the security chief are bitching about catching the doctor. It's like, I'll catch him. No, I'll catch him. Um, the security chief thinks the war chief is actually working with his people who have given them the time and space technology, uh, that he's working with his people against these aliens uh, and that the Doctor is part of the plan. And then the Warlord cracks it. He's had enough of this bickering. He'll replace both of them. Oh, they are in trouble. They have really ballsed up this uh, this corporate... <laughs> takeover whatever they're doing um like they're just standing around an office yelling about office politics like it's seriously it just feels like they're at work <laughs> um so the the doctor jamie and Carstairs uh have managed to escape the romans by running into the fog um but when they come out of the fog, they're back in World War One again, uh, which is a worry. Uh, so, because we're in World War One, we're back at the Chateau. Sergeant Major is telling Smythe that they, that the uh, Doctor and Jamie and Carstairs have been spotted, and Smythe is like, "How convenient! Right next to a machine gun emplacement." It's like, "Oh no!" Uh, so the Doctor, Jamie, and Carstairs are being shot at by the machine gun. They have to duck down behind some barbed wire and a bit of muck in a quarry. Um, uh, meanwhile, uh, Zoe and some of the rebels are attacking the machine gun, but they're too late because the doctor and his mates have been captured at rifle point. Uh, they're brought before General Smythe and the doctor says, oh, I suppose you're going to have to have another one of those ludicrous court martials. He's like, no, you've already been sentenced to death. Uh, and he says, Jamie and Carstairs have been going to be given a chance to redeem themselves on the front line. He goes, where you'll die in glorious death for your country. Uh, he's quite mean, old Smythe. Um, uh, <laughs> Carstairs tells the Sergeant Major, he's like, look at him, he's not even human, your General Smythe. And uh, Smythe puts his glasses on and the Sergeant Major's just hypnotised. Like, uh, he sends Sergeant Major to get the, set up the firing squad and they cart the Doctor off. Um even though he's telling Smythe, your superiors will want to speak to me. They'll want to question me. You can't kill me. And he's like, uh, revenge. Revenge is so good. Uh, he gets, he doesn't care about, <laughs> he's like the security chief and the, and the war chief. He's like, nah, I don't care about what the bosses say. I've got things to do. This is a very dysfunctional organization. Uh, no one section is talking to the other. Like, I just, I really think they need to have, they need to go away on one of those camps where everyone becomes friends. Um, <laughs> they're just, they're, they're not, they're not talking to each other. Like, I just, I worry about their inter-office communications. Um, anyway. 
Smythe asks. Uh, Smythe goes into the his little office and calls the um calls into the base, and the war chief is on the screen saying, "I want that processing machine. Where is it?" Uh, and he's like, "Oh, all right, I'll go and find out." And he goes and asks Carstairs, and Carstairs is like, "Well, the doctor knows where it is, but if you shoot him, then you're never going to know because we've got no idea." And he's like, "Ah!" Oh, so he looks out the window because they haven't. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't bothered to spend any money refilming the firing squad. So he's like, no, stop. But then we just hear the Sergeant Major going, ready, aim, fire. And then guns are firing. Uh, Smythe runs to the front door with his gun. And the rebels are here. Ah! Uh, he, start, he starts shooting out the door uh, and then ducks back into his office um, and calls into central control. Uh, the war chief tells him to deactivate area control. Deactivate area control! He's very, very furious, screaming at his glass-top coffee table. Um, as uh, Smythe starts to deactivate area control, whatever that means, uh, he gets shot by the leader of the rebels, who's got a pith helmet on, that mate, with a moustache. Um, the warlord orders them... Uh, to use conventional forces to attack the chateau. And he goes, mm, yeah, it'll be interesting. He gets excited about war. Uh, so <laughs> the doctor says they have to hold on as long as they can against like the amassed forces. Like it's everyone. It's the French, it's the Germans, like everyone's coming at the chateau. Uh, the doctor's like, I know how to fix everything. And he starts dismantling the area controls with his sonic screwdriver. Uh, meanwhile, the war chief is rabbiting on about the armies. He's got, I've got the Prussians here. And I've got the, he's loving all of his little miniatures on his glass top coffee table. Um, he's like, and that one come up there. That one's good. Ooh. Uh, he gets very excited. Uh, the security chief is getting snippy with him, as usual. Um, meanwhile, in the chateau, there's lots of fighting. There's grenades. There's punching. There's wrestling people through the window. It's very exciting. Uh, the doctor, meanwhile, has worked something out. He fiddles a knob and all the fighting stops all of a sudden. Uh, he said he set he set a time zone barrier around the chateau, so there's fog all around the chateau, and the process people can't get through. And he's like, "But you all guys, you can all get through easy." He uh, sees that they've captured a soldier, and he goes, "Oh, that's just the man we need." Uh, meanwhile, the warlord says the war chief has failed, and the security chief, "You're no good either." <laughs> He doesn't say that. He says something to that effect. Uh, I'm taking over. It's a very dysfunctional organisation if the CEO is having to do, you know, <laughs> menial work to get everything in order. Things are not okay. Like, really, this, this is this is working out badly. Um, the uh, doctor deprograms the soldier and he turns out to be French and then Carstairs tried to explain everything, but his French isn't good, so they go off into a corner to have a little chat. Uh, the doctor says, I need more equipment uh, to be able to do mass processing, which is when one of those machines arrives and the wetsuit people and the security chief come in shooting their ray, ray guns, their zappy zappy op art guns. Uh, they capture the doctor and the processing machine, take him away, and that's the end of the episode. That is quite a turn up for the books, just all of a sudden. Like, the security chief is like, ah, I'm going to get them. Oh, this is going to be cause for quite some interdepartmental bickering in the next episode. <laughs> 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.